Hey everyone, this is Matt with another episode of our little mini-series Road Trip, where I tell you about my eventful South Carolina trip to take my mom to have a heart procedure done. This is episode six, and this is, we are on recovery day, taking mom home from the hospital. So I wake up in the morning, and I am so praying to God, I was like, this is going to be the hardest day because I have to be with my mom for the entire day. This is not going to be easy. So I said, you know what? I need to start off the day right. So I went down to my absolute favorite breakfast restaurant in the world, Johnny D's of Myrtle Beach. When I went four years ago, they only had one restaurant. Now they have three in Myrtle Beach. One in Myrtle, one in North Myrtle, one in Surfside. It's just so good. They make fresh waffles. I had banana bread french toast oh so good i even took a sandwich to go i was so stuffed i was i mean i ate so much so i go there and the waitress was amazing it's another amazing waitress i i I can't believe how nice the people there who work there are they're really hurting my wallet though because i had to tip a lot so i get to the hospital around 8 15 8 30 because I was told that the doctors release the patients usually between 9 and 9.30 because this is they do this every week, and it's only on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and so they have this scheduled down, and so everyone leaves unless there's complications, and usually the complications are to deal with the bleeding of the legs. That's usually the only complication that keeps them there. So I go up, and my mom's like, what are you doing here so early? And then she says, they haven't even brought me breakfast yet. How am I supposed to eat? I need my breakfast. And and I just sit there and I'm like, okay, how are you this morning? And she starts complaining about everything and how rough the night was. And I was like, yeah, you called me in the middle of it. I remember. And she's complaining about her back. But one minute she's like wondering about her food. And the next minute she's like crying about her back. And I'm thinking, if I'm in that much pain, I'm not thinking about food. I'm wondering, what is going on? And then she starts talking and she starts rambling. And then she starts talking about how I don't understand in this hotel, how come they don't serve breakfast? And I'm thinking, this isn't a hotel. This is a hospital. And I'm like, did you just, do you think that this is a hotel where they wait on you? Are you here just because they're waiting on you? You want breakfast? Was that a Freudian slip? And I'm like, this is so weird. So then the doctor comes in and she starts hamming it up for the doctor. And I'm like, she was just yelling at me like a second ago. Now she's in tears saying, oh, my back, my back, my back. It hurts. The kidneys. And so he examines her and he checks her numbers and he looks at her kidneys and thinks that she's fine. And even says that I just sit there and I just I'm just shaking my head. And the doctor continues to talk to her and he says, well, your numbers are fine. She's like, I don't think I can go home with this blah, blah, blah. And he says, well, we'll keep you in for another day. And the second he says that, she like calms down. What are you doing? Are you manipulating? No, it can't be real. So I just sit back and I'm listening to my mom talk. And then the doctor leaves and I'm like, oh, you're staying. And, and I told her, I said, you know, I can't take you home tomorrow because I have to leave bright and early so I can get the rental car back in time because I didn't expect to stay till Thursday afternoon 
because I was going to leave Thursday morning. And when I say Thursday morning, I mean like six, seven o'clock in the morning. I was going to stay all night, make sure she's good, and then leave in the very early in the morning. When the doctor came in, they said that they're going to keep her and that she'll have to be here probably till anywhere between 12 to 2. And I can't stay that late. And you, you don't really know when you're going to get discharged because things happen, you know, within, when people are discharged. And you can be stuck there till like 3 or 4 before she leaves. So I, I just couldn't stay. And I told her that. And she was like, well, what am I going to do? I was like, can you call a friend to take him? And, and she calls first person and they, they're going to pick her up. So I'm like, okay, good. And uh, then she says to me, have you talked to Pam? And I was like, no, let me text her. And I leave the room. And I was like, I just had to get away because I, I didn't understand what was going on. I talked to my sister on the phone. I'm texting her. I was like, hey, I'm down here. And I explained the situation. I explained everything that's going on. And my sister's first words are, she's just manipulating the situation. She just wants to stay there so that she can get people to wait on her and give her food for another day. Is that all she's doing? You don't think she's in real pain? She was like, maybe. Or she's just overemphasizing it. There's no proof of it. Maybe she, she's just making it up. She makes stuff up all the time. And I'm looking at the text and I'm like, maybe? Is that really what's going on? Is that just so that people can take care of her? So I go in, and I don't know what to do about that. And I asked mom, and she was like, I was like, what do you want me to do? So I, I, I come back in the room, and she was like, well, I want you to go vacuum out my car. Okay. Can you buy me some food and stuff that I can have when I get back home? Okay. So we talked about that for a little bit. I'm asking God, God, give me wisdom here. Like I have no feelings of compassion right now for my mom. I'm just talking like she's my boss and I'm her subordinate. There's no love for her at all. And I don't understand what's going on. Like, is it because she's manipulating me and I don't like it? What do you do when your mom's a manipulator? But I still haven't crossed that bridge. Like, what if she's not? What if she really is in pain? And what if she's just, I'm just throwing these labels on her and it's not really true. I need to think about this. I need to pray about this. I said, okay. She said, you can just go out. Just start doing the errands. I don't need you here. Okay. And I thought, you know, I'm your son who traveled all this way down there. And I've spent less than three hours total with you since you went into surgery. Since you've come out, I should say. I have literally not really talked to you. You haven't asked to hold my hand. You haven't asked to be close to me. You want me to vacuum fries out of your car. That's what you want. You want me to run an errand that will take me two hours because we're an hour away from your house. Wow, they're two and a half hours. And you want me to go shopping for you so that I can spend money well, maybe she's just worried about when she gets home. I don't know what to think. <sighs> I don't know what to do. And at this point, I'm like, well, at least I don't have to be here. I say, okay, mom, I'll go out and do some errands. I start praying. I say, God, what do you want me to do with my mom? How can I show love and compassion when I don't have any, number one? How can I be there for her when I don't want to be, number two? Number three, how can I help her meet her needs when she when I don't really know what her needs are because 
I don't know what she's telling me is true or not. And I left very frustrated. I was like, you know what? Life isn't black and white. It's not clear. It's really just a hazy shade of gray, a mixture of, of that. It's just hazy. And, and how do you know what to do, what to say, and how to act? And I'm thinking about these things, and I don't really know what to do. And I look at the text with my sister, and she's just like, she just, <laughs> she just, my sister pulls no punches because she has been through the ringer, and I haven't been. So I don't want my sister to cloud my judgment based on her experiences. I want to try to experience this fresh. And I, I listened to what she had to say, so I'm going to, I'm going to talk to my wife in the afternoon. I'm going to talk to Jeanette and see what she has to say. But for now, we're just going to stop it right here. This is a good point. And I'll pick it up on episode seven when I talk about errands and talking to Jeanette about what to do with my mom. And maybe she has some wisdom and some insight because I know that my wife really is really wise. And I listen to her and she gives me good advice. So anyway, that's it. I hope you enjoyed episode six and I'll talk to you later.